morning. <clears throat> I need your prayers. My throat, since service has started, is trying to close up on me. So just pray for me. God will just touch my throat and let me get through this message here today. Hallelujah. If you got your Bibles, turn to 2 Peter chapter 1. It's a friend that'll come over and fix your shirt collar, ain't it? Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Barfield. I can't see the back of my neck, so I don't ever know when my shirt collar is right or wrong. <laughs> Hallelujah. Second Peter chapter 1. I'm going to read the first verse of Scripture and let you be seated read a few more verses of scripture down through this chapter. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to whom are to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You can be seated. Hallelujah. But I'm not through reading. He said, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according to, as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him uh, that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to your virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Amen. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wherefore, I would not be negligent, amen, to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in this present truth. Yea, I think it meet or necessary, as long as I'm in this tabernacle, to stir you up, amen, by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. Moreover, I will endeavor, amen, that you may be able after my departure, amen, to have these things always in your remembrance. Praise God. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning, amen, from this title or this little simple title, simple thought this morning. Hallelujah. Somebody say it with me. Aha moment. Aha moment. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I've had a few of those, amen, in the last 12 to 15 years, ever since I 
got about 40 to 45 years old, I've had uh, a few aha moments, and amen, I want to talk about that this morning, praise God, and I want you to understand, amen, hopefully when I get through, hopefully you'll understand my little title and my little thought here. An aha moment, amen, is a moment of sudden realization, sudden inspiration, sudden insight, recognition, or comprehension of something, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Psychology Magazine today, Psychology Today Magazine, amen, calls it a teachable moment, an aha moment. Amen. Amen. To the psychologist, I guess, is a teachable moment. Hallelujah. An aha moment, amen, is that moment, amen, that we remember something, amen, that seems to be, amen, temporarily lost to us. Hallelujah. Amen. An aha moment. Amen. Is that moment that we remember something. Amen. That seems to be temporarily lost to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I don't know if you've ever dealt with this or not, but as you get older, amen, possibly you will. Amen. That old high school friend, amen, that you hadn't seen in 25 years sees you at Walmart Amen. And walks up to you and starts talking to you like you've been neighbors for the past, amen, 25 years. Just carrying on as if, amen, you've seen them every day of their life for the past 25 years. Even though, amen, you hadn't seen them in 25 years. Hallelujah. Amen. And while they're standing there in Walmart talking to you, amen, hallelujah, you have to fake it. Because you can't remember their name. <laughs> you know you know these people. You know you went to school with these people. You ain't seen these people, amen, in 25 years. Hallelujah. They're walking up to you, calling you by name. Amen. Talking about stuff as if you've been neighbors for the past 25 years. And all the while, amen, you're, 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 you're hey, the older you get, the, 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 the more you'll learn how to fake it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You'll learn, yeah, buddy, man, how's it going with you? How's it going with your family? How's things going on the job? And yeah, and all that. You'll learn how to fake it, praise God, because at the moment, amen, you will not be able to remember that name. Hallelujah. Amen. Or that phone number that you've called a thousand times and that somehow suddenly becomes elusive right when you need it bad. Right when you need to make that phone call. Hallelujah. Amen. That phone number becomes elusive. Amen. It won't register. Praise God. That little Rolodex in your brain is clicking. Amen. But it won't stop anywhere on any name and on any number. Hallelujah. And you're, and you're uh, amen, you're aggravated. You're frustrated. Hallelujah. Because, amen, you can't remember that phone number. Praise God that you've called, amen, every day for the last 25 years. Hallelujah. But today, for some reason, that phone number has become elusive. And, amen. And you can't remember it. And then 10 hours later, when you're in the shower, bam, and you, you can say that phone number just like it never left you. You remember it. It comes back loud and clear. Amen. Hallelujah. And you're thinking, how in the name of God did I forget that number? Or how in the name of God did Amen. Did that happen to me? Hallelujah. Well, I'm, what I'm describing to you this morning is an 
aha moment. Praise God. Amen. And we will all have them at times. Hallelujah. Especially if you're 50 years old and over, older. Amen. A sudden moment of comprehension after you have forgotten something is an aha moment. Hallelujah. So get ready for them. Praise God. A lot of people, amen, are very vocal when they have an aha moment. You can be sitting in a restaurant around 10 or 15 people, hallelujah, and all of a sudden, amen, one of the 15, amen, just blurts out a name. Amen. A name to, uh, of nobody there in the circle, nobody there at the table eating dinner with y'all. They just blurt out a name, amen, of somebody that's not even there. And then they get a little embarrassed and they look around the table and, amen, they say, hey, I, ju I just remember that guy, amen, that I saw at the gas station this morning that I hadn't saw in 10 years. I just remembered his name. And when that name comes, they blurt it out. Uh, amen, it's kind of a comical moment. Hallelujah. Amen. But thank God. Thank God, amen, that God brings those things back to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, that's the kind of effect, amen, that's the kind of effect that the Apostle Peter, amen, wanted to have, amen, on, uh, amen, the Christians that he was preaching to that day. Amen. And not only the, pre the, the, the Christians that he was preaching to and writing to that day, amen, but uh, amen. Uh, for every Christian from that day forward, hallelujah. Amen. That's the kind of effect that Peter wanted to have on the whole Christian race. Hallelujah. To them, amen, verse 1, praise God. Simon, Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, amen, to them uh, that have obtained like precious faith with us. Amen. Hallelujah. To all of us. Amen. Simon Peter. Amen. Was writing these words. Hallelujah. Amen. So that when we needed. Amen. To have an aha moment. We could have it. Praise God. Amen. He wanted to repeat himself. And amen. Remind us. Amen. Of just what we have in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Peter's writings to us. Amen. Is a reminder. Amen. In verse 2. That grace and peace is going to be multiplied unto you. Amen. Because you now know Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 3. God through his divine power has given to us all things. Somebody say all things. Amen. That pertain to life and godliness. Amen. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now, amen. He, he, he's jumping on the bandwagon, bandwagon real quickly here. Hallelujah. Amen. He's getting to the point real quickly here. Amen. As he's writing this letter and as he's speaking to these people. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you know what? Those were common people just like us. Amen. Can you imagine these folks that have come to church wherever Peter is preaching at? Amen. They're tired. Amen. Just like we get tired, they're weary. Amen. From working hard all day or working hard all week. Hallelujah. They're, they're in the house. They're in the church. Hallelujah. 
Amen. They're there, but they're tired in body. They're weary. Amen. They're, they're worn out. Hallelujah. Amen. They, they've been working hard all week. Praise God. Their minds, amen, all week long has been on making a living. Amen. Keeping house, raising kids, paying bills, and amen, just trying to survive and get by in life. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what these people's minds have been on all week. Hallelujah. Amen. And they come into the house of God and they sit down. Amen. Probably thinking that Peter's uh, that Peter's going to come uh, not going to come on so strong so quickly amen but he does amen he gets into the message real quickly here hallelujah amen immediately he starts throwing things at these tired weary amen mind boggled people sitting in the congregation amen he is immediately throwing things at them that Amen. Like grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. And that God through his divine power has given us all things that pertain, amen, to life and godliness. Hallelujah. And then in verse 4, he says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding, amen, great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, amen, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Amen. Here's these tired, weary, amen, mindless people coming into the house of God, sitting there, amen, maybe thinking Peter's going to take a little time, amen, to build up steam before he gets into the important stuff, amen. But that's not Peter. Amen. Deal today. Amen. He gets right into it. Amen. Gets dives right into the amen. The heavy stuff. The deep stuff. Praise God. Amen. And beside this, Amen. Peter says you got to add this to that, and that to this. Amen. Chapter five or verse five through eight. He's telling us all these things that we need to add. Amen. What we, uh, what we already have in God. Hallelujah. Amen. About right here. Amen. I guarantee you that the saints of God that are there that day are beginning to perk up a little bit. Amen. They're beginning to perk up a little bit. They came to church tired and weary. Amen. Hallelujah. Having fought enemies of the enemy all week long. Having fought their flesh all week long. Having fought, amen, uh, amen, life and everything that it deals to them all week long. And here they are sitting down in the house of God. Amen. And Peter's jumping on the bandwagon real quickly here. Amen. Trying to get their attention. Trying to, amen, get them to focus on what he's trying to say here. Hallelujah. Amen. And about the time, amen, it gets down to verse 8 or 9 or 10 here. I can assure you the saints of God that were there that day were beginning to perk up. Amen. They were beginning to focus on what Peter was saying. Hallelujah. And it might have been. Amen, because they were having an aha moment. Hallelujah. Remembering, recognizing, and realizing, hallelujah, amen, exactly why they came to church that day. Hallelujah. Amen, and that's my intention here today, I hope, amen, to get your attention and make you realize, amen. I want you to remember, amen, and recognize and realize why you came to the house of God today. Hallelujah, you got yourself out of bed, amen, this morning. You took a shower. You put clean clothes on, amen. You came to the house of God this morning, amen, but for what reason? Hallelujah, amen. They started realizing, amen, after verse 8, amen, verse 7, verse 8, verse 9, and down, amen. You know, 
Peter, you're reminding me of why I come to church. Amen. You're reminding me this morning of why I gave up sin. Amen. You're reminding me this morning of why I need a preacher. Hallelujah. I don't need somebody just to get up and tickle my ears. Amen. But I need somebody to grab me by the nap of my neck and shake me up a little bit. Amen. And make me recognize and realize why I go. Amen. To the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You're talking about divine glory, divine virtue. Amen. You're talking about, amen, having the exceeding great and precious promises of God. Amen. You got started right off the bat this morning, Peter, amen, reminding me of why I come to church, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, that's why I need a preacher, amen, I need a preacher to remind me, amen, of all of the benefits I have in serving God, don't pamper me, preacher, don't pet me, preacher, Amen. Don't 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 shake my hand and hug my neck and tell me I'm doing all right. Amen. If I ain't doing all right, wake me up, man of God. Amen. Stir me up, shake me up. Amen. Make me have an aha moment. Hallelujah. Simon Peter, a servant, verse 1, amen, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, amen. You know what Simon Peter was admitting to, amen, the ministry, amen, the purpose of the ministry is to serve you, a servant, amen, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, amen, the ministry's job is to serve you. Hallelujah. How do, they, how do they do that? How does a minister, amen, serve you? How does a amen, preacher help you? Hallelujah. Amen. Think about it just a moment. Amen. How do they do that? Amen. They do that by constantly, consistently, amen, reminding you of the benefits that you have in serving God. And that's exactly what Peter was doing. He went to the pulpit day, that day, amen, with his mind made up. I'm going to cause these people, amen, to remember, amen, things that they have forgotten about. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go back here just a minute. Amen. Let's go back to where we lived in sin. Hallelujah. Yeah, we lived in sin at some time in our lives. Hallelujah. Before repentance, before baptism. Before the infilling of the Holy Ghost, yeah, we lived in sin at some point in our lives. Hallelujah. We lived in sin, amen, thinking, amen, that we were living it up. Yeah, we did. Hallelujah. Thinking that we had the tiger by the tail, amen, thinking that we were enjoying all that life had to offer us. That was our mindset when we was, amen, living in sin, just living, amen, our own way, living our own life, doing things our way, hallelujah, amen, living it up, living the dream, as they say, amen, but, uh, amen, in a worldly context there, hallelujah, living the dream, amen. Last night, time went back an hour. What's this got to do with that? Well, I hope I can connect it. Last night, time went back an hour. My wife said, I need to call Sister Tabitha to send out a message to everybody. Amen. To remind them that time is going back an hour. I said to her, no, let's don't do that. Amen. And maybe they'll forget about turning their clock back and they'll come to church early for one time in their lives. Amen. She was trying to be nice and I was trying to be mean. 
Amen. Hey, hallelujah, whatever it takes to get you here. Amen. In time to pray for the church service. Amen. So be it. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know what? She didn't listen to me. She called Sister Tabitha, I think. Sent out word. Set the clock back an hour. So everybody drug in here at your normal time, right? <laughs> hallelujah. She did it anyway. Amen. That being said, Amen. When we lived in sin, it didn't matter what time of day it was. Amen. It didn't matter if they were changing the time or not. Hallelujah. Amen. If we were living in sin, amen, some of us would not have been able to get up out of bed anyway. Even though we got an extra hour of sleep. Or they say we do. Amen. We wouldn't have been able to get out of bed anyway. You know why? Because we'd been sleeping off a hangover. Or a dope run, amen, down to the dope house, hallelujah. Amen, we'd been sleeping off, amen, the party, amen, that we went to on Saturday night, hallelujah. Amen, I'm just thinking back, amen, to the way it was in sin, hallelujah. Amen, yeah, we lived in sin and we thought we were living it up, thinking we had a tiger by the tail, but hey, hallelujah, amen. Now, amen, that's all changed. That's all changed. We didn't think about church back then. Huh? When you're a sinner, you don't think about church. When you're lost, amen, when you're hooked up, tied up, tangled all up with the world, you don't think about going to church. Hallelujah. When somebody does invite you to church, amen, you find every reason and every excuse not to go. Amen. You keep promising that you're going to show up one day. Amen. You keep saying, well, if I go to church, the roof's going to fall in on everybody, so I better not go to church. We come up with all kind of reasons not go to church when we're sinning and enjoying sin. Hallelujah. Amen. When we were, were living in sin, amen, church was not even in our vocabulary. Hallelujah. Amen. When we were in sin, amen, singing meant wailing and willing. Amen. Or Led Zeppelin or the Almond Brothers or, amen, some other kind of group. Amen. Back then, they didn't even know what singing, amen, was supposed to be about. Hallelujah. That's what we thought singing was. Amen. I'm glad I found out what singing is all about. Amen. Singing is about praising God and worshiping God and magnifying God. Amen. Exalting our God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I appreciate singing in the house of God. Thank God I found out that Willie and Waylon didn't know what they're singing about. Yeah. Amen. Worship back then. Amen. Was falling down on the floor in front of the TV. Amen. When the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders ran across the field. When your wife wasn't in the living room. Yeah. Falling down on the floor, all googly eyed. Huh? Yeah, the flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. Shouting meant having an argument with your wife because she wouldn't bring you another Budweiser out of the refrigerator. What shouting was all about losing sin. Amen. That's what worship was all about when we was in sin. Amen. Joy meant, amen, for the women folk at least, watching soap operas, amen, from 11 o'clock in the morning to 4 p.m. that evening. That was joy. Oh, Brother Barkley, don't tell me that. Your wife didn't do that, did she? <laughs> Sister Barfield, you just got told on. 
Amen. Five and six hours a day of nothing but flirting and lusting and fornicating and adultery. Amen. Watching that TV screen five or six hours a day. Amen. Watching everybody find a way to commit adultery. <laughs> Amen. Watching everybody being unfaithful. Amen. To their wives or to their husbands. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember my, my, my mama and my sisters. Amen. My sisters would get off the school bus, they'd rush home, sit there on the couch. My mama would already be planted there. They would join her on the couch. Amen. And they would watch things like General Hospital. Amen. Or Days of Our Lives. Or As the World Turns. Or, amen, The Guiding Light. They would watch all of this mess. Amen. To come on the soap operas back then. I'm talking about in the late 60s and early 70s and 80s, I guess. I don't even know if these things come on anymore. Hallelujah. But that's what they watched back then. Hallelujah. Amen. They, they would sit there and bite their fingernails down to the quick. And I'd walk through the living room. And I'd just shake my head at them and say, y'all know that ain't nothing but garbage. And I was like 10 or 12 years old, hallelujah. And, amen. I went about to sit down and watch the soap opera, but they did. And they thought they were living it up watching these soap operas. That was living in sin. Uh-oh. Hallelujah. But God saw us in our sins. Yeah, he did. It didn't matter if you were boozing, drinking, partying. Amen, watching filth, amen, in every kind of avenue that you could. Amen, God saw us in our sins and sent somebody to invite us to church. Hallelujah. Amen, eventually they broke our will and we decided to go to church. We went to church. Amen, the preacher preached. Conviction hit us like a ton. Amen, of bricks. Amen, we repented. We got baptized. We got the Holy Ghost. Amen, and things started changing in our lives. Hallelujah. We laid down the beer and the drugs. Amen, we changed our language. Amen. We changed the way that we dressed. We changed where we went. Amen. And who we hanged or hung out with. All that started changing. Amen. When we made that visit to the house of God and conviction hit us. And amen. We started crying out to God, repenting. Amen. Surrendering our lives, giving our heart to the Lord. Amen. That change started in us. We got our sins remitted in Water, amen, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, amen. Our sins were remitted there in that water, and then God gloriously, amen, filled us with the Holy Ghost. We laid down, amen, and we walked away from that old life which we lived for so many years. We laid it down. We walked away from it. Hallelujah, that's me. I'm describing me. I'm describing some of you. I don't know everybody's background here, amen, but it's somewhere in your background there was sin, amen, hallelujah, or you would have never had to repent, <laughs> amen, but you did repent, you did get baptized, you did get the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, amen, we all start, uh, we still have to work, amen, on living for God, amen, today, hallelujah, even though we're in church today, you sit in the house of God. I, I suspect that, that the majority of us in here today at least, amen, claim to be Christians or believe that we are Christians and hallelujah and, and, and that change has come to our life, amen. But amen, even though that we, amen, have had that born again experience, amen, we still have to work, amen, to make a living for our families, amen. We've still got mortgages to pay. 
We've still got car notes and insurances of all kinds. Amen. We got kids to feed and clothe and educate to love and protect. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, our life is full. Amen. Just like those people that Peter was preaching to that day. Amen. Just like their lives were full. Hallelujah. Peter was looking down, amen, on those people that day realizing, hey, I need to remind these people. Their lives are so full. Amen. Of working. Amen. And surviving and living. Amen. And providing, praise God, for their families. Hallelujah. I need to remind them of something here today. Hallelujah. Amen. Life goes on. And sometimes we get caught up in life to the point that we can, you and I. But let's forget about the sinners that we used to be. Amen. Let's fast forward to the saints of God that we're trying to be today. Hallelujah. Today life goes on. And you and I, saints of God, can get caught up in it. Amen. To the point that we forget about the benefits of being a child of God. Amen. And when we start forgetting about the benefits of being a child of God, it's not hard, amen, for us to start drifting farther and farther and farther and farther away. Hallelujah. Amen. So occasionally, amen, we need a man of God to get in the pulpit and remind us, amen, of the benefits that we have in serving God. Hallelujah. Amen. To draw us back into, amen, our relationship with God that we need to be trying our best to maintain. It's an aha moment. Amen. Spiritually, you can have moments in time where you forget things that God has done for you in the past. You can forget places, amen, that God has delivered you from. And, amen, things that God has done, amen, to help you along the journey. Hallelujah. Amen. So as life goes on, amen, Peter comes out, amen, and so quickly, amen, he gets into these forceful verses of Scripture in Second Peter chapter 1 tonight. Hallelujah. He said, now that we have knowledge of him, amen, now that we have knowledge of him, let me tell you something, you got to be born again of the water and the Spirit, amen, to have real knowledge of him. You can think you know God, you can think you got God all figured out, Amen. But until you get the power of the Holy Ghost living, amen, and abiding inside of you, amen, you will never know what you really need to know about God. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's important this morning, amen, that you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But Peter says to these folks, now that we have knowledge of him, we know him in his divine power. We know him Amen. In his or because of his divine power. Hallelujah. That divine power starts in us. Amen. The moment we fall into an altar of repentance and start crying out to God. Amen. And God starts changing us. I've seen men. Amen. Come into a church service. 
amen, as drunk as a motorcycle, hallelujah, amen, staggering, slurring their words, amen, couldn't hardly hold their head up in a church service, hallelujah, amen, but in the course, amen, of the singing, in the course of the worship, in the course of the preaching, amen, the Spirit of God, amen, got a hold of that drunk, amen, that was sitting on the church pew and sobered them up, amen, and made them realize that they needed a Savior, amen, and they ran to an altar and repented, amen, only to walk out of the church house to never go pick up, amen, another beer or liquor again, amen, I'm telling you, you can't do that for yourself. It takes God's divine power, amen, to take that junk out of us. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't have to just try to get victory, amen, over some of this stuff, amen, occasionally. Amen. God can take your desire, amen, for alcohol, for cigarettes, amen, for drugs. God can take it out of you, amen, to where you will never have a problem with that stuff again. You can be delivered, completely, wholly delivered. Amen. This morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And when you are completely and wholly delivered, amen, that stuff will not bother you again. Hallelujah, you'll hate it with a perfect hatred. Amen, you'll hate it because you know, amen, that that stuff represents the enemy. Amen, that was trying to drag you off into his hell with him. Amen. That's why Peter came out with such, amen, forcible words here. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that we have knowledge of him, we know him, amen, in his divine power because he saved us. Amen. Because he saved us. He filled us with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Now in our born-again condition, hallelujah, Peter reminds us that we have access Amen. We have access, amen, to all things that pertain to life and godliness. Let me tell you something this morning. Amen. If you are lacking anything in God, it's not God's fault because it's available to you. Amen. If you're lacking anything, if you don't have what you need, hallelujah, amen, it's simply because you're not asking God, amen, or seeking God, amen, for those things that you need this morning, hallelujah, amen, because Second Peter, amen, tells us we have access, amen, to all things that pertain to life and godliness. If you need help in an area, God will supply that need, hallelujah, amen. We didn't know what life was all about until we met Jesus. Oh, I know this is simple preaching. This is elementary preaching. Amen. This is, amen, first grade preaching. Amen. This morning, but never, nevertheless, it's necessary. Amen. Because some of us, amen, need to have an aha moment. Amen. You need to be reminded of what you're walking away from when you walk away from church. You need to be reminded of what you're leaving. Amen. When you leave the house of God, go back to sin. Amen. The devil and the enemy. Hallelujah. You need to have an aha moment this morning and remember, amen, that God is a good God, a loving, kind, compassionate, caring God. Amen. He's a God that can supply our every need according to his riches and glory this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul said, now we can live by the exceeding, somebody say exceeding, great, exceeding, great 
and precious promises. Those, there are three descriptive words there, amen, that precede the word promises. Hallelujah. Amen. We like to lay claims on the promises of God. We like to believe, amen, uh, uh, God for the promises that he left to us. Hallelujah. Amen. But when we look at those promises, we need to understand, amen, that they're not just promises. Amen. They're exceeding great and precious promises to us. The word exceeding means to be more than. When I read that, uh, when I read the definition of the word exceeding, to be more than. Amen. I couldn't help but to think about the words of the song. Hallelujah. He is more than enough. Amen. My God is more than enough. He can supply my need. Amen. He's my El Shaddai. He, amen. Come on. Hallelujah. We need to be reminded. Amen. Of what we sing about around here. Amen. God has more than enough promises. Amen. In his word to sustain us. Exceeding promises. More Amen, to be more, amen, uh, than or greater than, to surpass, to outdo, amen, to be outstanding, hallelujah. Amen, when we view the promises of God as being the outstanding promises of God, we'll begin to lean on those promises, believe in them promises, or those promises. I'm sorry for my English. Amen, exceeding great, much, this is, the word great has a, Definition about this long in your dictionary. So I just chose one little phrase. Amen. Much more than the ordinary. We don't serve an ordinary God. There ain't no God like our God. There ain't no rock like our rock. Amen. Our God is a great God. Hallelujah. Amen. He is much more than ordinary. Amen. And the promises that he gives us, amen, are not ordinary promises. Hallelujah. Amen. They're not ordinary promises. They're precious promises. The word precious means of great price or of great value. Hallelujah. Amen. The promises of God come with a great price. Amen. The blood of Jesus needs to be precious to all of us. Amen. And those promises are bought and paid for. Amen. By that precious blood that he shed on Calvary. All of these words are powerful, exceeding, great, precious promises. All of these words are powerful, amen, because they are describing God's promises to us. Amen, God's promises are great because He is great, exceedingly great, amen, precious to us. Amen. How long has it been since you thought of God being precious to you? Hallelujah. I'm here to remind you, amen, that these thoughts need to be on our mind. These thoughts need to be, amen, a part of our everyday life. Hallelujah. God, amen, you are so precious to me. Amen. I don't want to even try to live my life without you ever again. Hallelujah. Amen. God, you are precious to me. He is more than enough. Much more than any ordinary promises, amen, and they are very valuable to us here today. They're very, very valuable to me, and they should be very valuable to you this morning. Hallelujah. Verse 3, remember, saints of God, amen, according as his divine power have given us, unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness 
through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. There's some things Peter wants us to remember here. Hallelujah. God has called us. He wanted to remind us, amen, that we're not, <clears throat> amen, just called to struggle through life by ourselves. <clears throat> he wanted to remind us that God has called us to glory and virtue. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what you need to say this morning? You need to say this morning, I hear you, preacher. Remind me. Amen. I hear what you're saying. Remind me, amen, of this great and precious and exceeding, amen, promises of God. Remind me as often as you feel the need to remind me. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me remind, amen, us this morning, hallelujah, that when we serve the devil, amen, when we serve the enemy, Amen. He was always subtracting from us, taking from us. Amen. The devil always subtracts and divides. Robbing from us, stealing from us. I'm just reminding you this morning. Amen. You used to, amen, live for the enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know what he was doing? He was about, amen, robbing from you, stealing from you. Amen. Taking from you. But now that we are serving God, amen, God adds and God multiplies. I'm telling you, folks, we got the best end of the deal. Amen. We got the best end of that trade. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you this morning, amen, God is on our side. Hallelujah. Amen. And God is always trying to add to us and multiply us. He said, add to your faith virtue. He said, add to your virtue and knowledge. Add to your knowledge, temperance. Temperance, patience, patience, godliness. Godliness, kindness. Kindness, to kindness, charity. Amen. Paul is reminded these saints of God and us here today. Amen. Keep adding to what you have in God. Amen. And if you keep adding to what you already have in God, amen, the Bible promises us that we will never be barren, amen, nor unfruitful. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't like being barren and unfruitful. And I have a promise from God that if I will add these things to what I already have in God, amen, if I will start adding these things to my life, I will never be barren nor unfruitful. I want us all to have an aha moment this morning. Amen. Now I remember. I want you to think, amen, now I remember why I go to church. Now I remember why I serve God. I live for God. Hallelujah. Now I remember why I do this every Sunday, every Monday night, every Wednesday night. Hallelujah. Amen. It is because of those exceeding great and precious promises of God. God has promised us heaven one day. Hallelujah. There's no greater promise than, amen, to be able to spend eternity with heaven someday. Amen. God's desire for us, amen, is that we will always be abounding in the work of the Lord, always abounding in our thanksgiving towards Him. <clears throat> amen. Which is what 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58 tells us. I'm going to read a couple of verses of Scripture here. I'm struggling with my voice this morning. Be patient. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always. 
abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You're not going to church for nothing. You're not singing in the choir for nothing. You're not teaching Sunday school for nothing. You're not going out there in the world. Amen. Letting your light shine for nothing. Amen. You're going to be rewarded for all these things. Amen. Be steadfast. Amen. Be unmovable. Always abounding in the work. Amen. Of the Lord. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 7 tells us. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. As you have been taught, abounding, there's that word again. Abounding therein with thanksgiving. I'm telling you, the more that God does for us, amen, the more abounding our praise and our worship should be toward him. We should always be ready to pray. We should come to church with praise on our lips. Amen. We should come through the door of the house of God. Amen. With a praise on our lips. Hallelujah. Amen. With a heartfelt desire to worship God again. Hallelujah. The word abounding means growing. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always growing. The word abounding means moving. Always moving up. Amen. In the Lord. Seeing. Always seeing. Amen. Fresh stuff. New stuff in God. Amen. And it also means experiencing. I'm telling you there are things in God that you and I have not experienced. But let me tell you this. That don't mean that we won't experience those things before this life is over. Hallelujah. Amen. God's coming after church and has made herself ready. Amen. God is not coming after a weak and anemic church. Amen. God's coming after a church that's going to leave this planet. Amen. With the same power, with the same glory, with the same anointing. Amen. That the church came in on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Hallelujah. If there's things that we have not seen yet, that don't mean that we're not going to see them. Amen. Signs and wonders and miracles and healings. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That we all desire to see. Amen. If we have not seen all of those things yet, amen, we're not going to give up on God and say God don't exist. I'm going to keep on going to church. I'm going to keep on singing the songs of Zion. I'm going to keep on worshiping God with the choir. Hallelujah. Because I want to be growing. I want to be moving. I want to be seeing. I want to be experiencing new stuff in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Church has a different meaning today than it used to have. Singing has a different meaning today. Worship has a different meaning today. Dancing has a different meaning today. Shouting has a different meaning today than it used to have when I lived in sin. I finally got a picture of what all this stuff is about. It's all about living for God. It's all about being faithful to God. It's all about being dedicated to God so that God, amen, can begin to bless our lives. Amen. And we can start adding to what we already have. We can start growing in God. We can start seeing things like we've never seen before. Hallelujah. Amen. And I can enjoy all of this stuff because I have experienced God for myself. You can enjoy it also, amen, if you have experienced God for yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 through 12 says this. 
And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob, and to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, houses full of good things which thou fillest not, wells digged which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt eaten and be full. Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Hallelujah. Amen. I guess that the warning goes out there. Amen. That there is a place, amen, where we can get in the longevity of living for God. There's a place that we can get. Amen. To where we're blessed. Amen. And, amen. And we're overflowing with the blessings of God. That we can develop the attitude that I have need of nothing. I am rich. I'm increased with goods. I have need of nothing. Amen. That's when that beware needs to come. Amen. And alert us. Hallelujah. Amen. Because it's in times like that. Amen. That people tend to forget God. Amen, and it's the preacher's job to get up, amen, and remind you, hallelujah, it's not in, amen, your godliness, amen, is not wrapped up, amen, in earthly possessions, amen, it's not wrapped up in houses and land, amen, and goods, and amen, and money, hallelujah, that don't mean anything to God, hallelujah, amen, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 12. Going back to the chapter that I originally read from. Peter said, Wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them. This message I preached today has been preached to you hundreds of times. Amen. They've been other preachers come by and preach along these same lines. Amen. Hallelujah. Preachers preaching. Preachers serving. Amen. Preachers reminding us. Amen. Hallelujah. Of just what we have in God. Paul, the apostle Peter said, I will not be negligent. Amen. To put you always in remembrance of these things, even though you already know them. Oh, it's boring when the preacher is preaching about something you already got figured out. Oh, it's boring when a preacher preaches something that you already heard before. Oh, church gets boring. It shouldn't get boring. Hallelujah. Because the message may just be a reminder. Amen. It may be just to cause you to remember exactly what you have in God. Amen. You ain't always had what you have today. Amen. And you have today what you have because, amen, you've been born again of the water and the spirit. Amen. And God is blessing you. Go back out, amen, there to the world, amen, and drugs and alcohol. Take all of your money away. Take all of your joy away. Hallelujah. Peter's saying as your servant, as your servant, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Everybody can forget a name. Or at least I hope they can. <clears throat> I hope I'm not the only one that forgets names. Brother Reisinger. 
<laughs> Brother Barfield. Everybody can forget a name. Everybody can forget a phone number. Everybody can forget an address. Hallelujah. I'm going to help the men out just a little bit. <clears throat> men sometimes tend forget to forget birthdays and anniversaries and all those other important things they need to remember, right? But we, 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 I forgot. Amen. <clears throat> Everybody can forget certain things. But we cannot afford to forget why we live for God. So I'm preaching an aha moment this morning just in case you came in here. You've been so wrapped up and so tied up with life, living, working, amen, cooking, cleaning, amen, feeding kids, dressing kids, getting them off to school, and amen, and preparing meals for them, hallelujah. Just in case, amen, you hadn't thought about this stuff this week, I'm here to remind you, hallelujah. Just in case you've been so busy, just in case you hadn't thought about it in a while, amen. I just want to remind you, hallelujah, that there's all kinds, amen, of exceeding precious, amen, promises that we can enjoy in God if we'll just hang in here and live for Him. The older, the older you get, and I'm closing, I don't know if you can find a song that will match this sermon or what, hallelujah, the older you get, the more exciting those aha moments will get. Hallelujah. You hear me? The older you get, the more exciting those aha moments will get. When that name that you know that you know finally pops up in your brain, amen, you'll get excited about it. Because you'll think, well, you know, you know, when you start forgetting names and numbers, you get to thinking about worried about dementia and Alzheimer's and you know, and all these things that are out there. Oh, God, am I coming down with this? Am I coming down with that? But when that name comes back to you or that phone number comes back to you, oh, you'll get loud. Woo! You'll get excited. Amen about remembering that name. Hallelujah. I, I knew I knew. I knew I knew that person. It just took a little while for the name to come. I knew I knew that phone number. It just took a little while for the number to come back to me. Hallelujah. Amen. You'll get excited, hallelujah, to find out that your brain is still working. Amen. And you'll scream out, I knew I could remember it. I knew I would remember it sooner or later. If your why you live for God ever escapes you. And you know what? I'm convinced this morning there are people in this audience that have questioned. You've asked yourself questions this week. Why do I do this? Why do I go to church? Why do I live for God? Why do I pay tithes and give offerings to the church? Why? Let me tell you something. If your why you live for God ever escapes you, then you need to run to the house of God 
And you need to let a preacher serve his purpose to you. Amen. And that is to cause you, amen, to remember why you are living for God. Hallelujah. That's his job. That's his duty. That's his calling. Amen. To call saints of God to remember why. Amen. You're not wasting your money. Amen. You're not throwing your money away on drugs and alcohol anymore. That's a why you're living for God. Amen. You're not out there fornicating, committing adultery. Amen. That's another why you're living for God. Amen. Hallelujah. There's so many why we live for God. Hallelujah. Amen. But if that why ever escapes you, it behooves a man of God, amen, to get up and preach a little old simple title message, an aha moment. And put all of his heart into trying to convince you, amen, that you got a real reason to live for God. Amen. You got a right to live for God. You got a reason to live for God. Don't ever forget it. And if you do get to the house of God and let the preacher remind you of why you're there. They sung a song this morning. When I think, listen, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me. Amen. Fountains start flowing. Praises start flowing. Hallelujah. But all of that praise and all of that worship hinges on when I think of the goodness of Jesus. Let me tell you something this morning. The devil has tried to entertain your thoughts for the last 49 minutes that I've been preaching. He's been messing with your mind. He's been trying to drag you off over here and off over there. Amen. Because he don't want you to be reminded. He don't want you to hear about the goodness of God. Amen. The glory of God. The virtue of God. The exceeding great and precious promises. Amen. That God has given to you as a child. He don't want you to hear all that stuff. Amen. So when you come to the house of God, you got to make up your mind. Devil, amen. You're not capturing my thoughts when I'm in the house of God. I'm going to turn into what my pastor's preaching. I'm going to turn into what the preacher's trying to preach. Amen. The enemy wants to fill your thoughts with doubt and fear and unbelief. And I just came here this morning, amen, reminding you of the exceeding great precious promises of God. The, the choir sang another song. Hallelujah. He's never failed me yet. He's never, think about it. You got to think about it. Can't just sing these words. You got to think about these words. Amen. He's never failed me yet. I'm telling you, amen, if you'll live for God, he will never fail you. I'm reminding you that he's never failed you yet. He's not going to fail you today. He won't fail you tomorrow, but you got to think about it. Amen. Jesus, you're still enough. Amen. When I think about it, amen, my heart, amen, will sing your praises. Hallelujah. The key to those songs, amen, was when I think about it. When I can think about these things, when I can think about the promises of God, guess what happens? My confidence in God comes back. 
my faith in God comes alive. Amen. My heartbeat for God, amen, starts ticking again. Hallelujah. My confidence come back. Amen. Faith comes back. Hallelujah. Amen. We sung a song, I've seen you move mountains. Hallelujah. And I believe that you're going to do it again. That's the words of the songs that y'all sung to me this morning. And as you were singing those songs, I was thinking about the words. Hallelujah. Lord, I've seen you move mountains before. Amen. And God, I simply believe this morning that you're going. Amen. You are going to do it again. Hallelujah. I want you to get to your feet this morning if you would. Amen. Lift your hands to heaven. Hallelujah. And say, God, remind me this morning of just what I have in you. God, I want to be reminded. I want to be reminded over and over and over again. I want to be reminded. God, I cannot allow these things to escape my mind. Go ahead and sing. I cannot allow my mind to get so caught up in other stuff that I don't have time to think about your goodness. That I don't have time to think about your grace and your mercy. Listen to the song. How we you gotta think about how he saved you. How we you gotta think about how he filled you with the Holy Ghost. Think about it. How we Take a moment this morning and just think about where you came from. Where you are this morning. God in the name of Jesus. God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, hallelujah. When I think about it, I want to praise you, God. When I think about it, God. about it just for a moment when I think have an aha moment Lord, think about the things you haven't thought about all week me, how we raise me, just how, how far God has brought you with just how Holy good God Ghost, is to you how just how special he is When a man came in, he got upset with the pastor of the church. He came in, told the pastor he wanted to meet with him in his office. You've heard this story. Amen. The pastor, amen, opened his office door. The man came in. Amen. He, he looked at the pastor across his desk. He said, Pastor, he said, I'm leaving the church. I'm leaving. Uh, amen. I, I'm not going to serve God anymore. I'm walking out. Hallelujah. 
Amen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired of living this way and tired of doing everything that I do. And I'm just going to walk away from God and walk away from the church. But I didn't want you to be, amen, troubled about me. I wanted you to know up front. So I came in here and just told you face to face, I'm leaving the church. The pastor looked across his desk at the man and said, okay, amen. But before you do that, you've got to promise me that you'll do one thing. He said, I will. He said, I want you to go down to that Sunday school room. I want you to take this notepad that I'm handing you here in this ink pen, and I want you to write down everything that God's ever done for you. The man took the, the, the pad, took the pen, went down to the Sunday school room. About 35 or 40 minutes later, he came back. The pastor heard a knock on his door. He said, come in. The man opened the door. He laid the pad and the pen on the pastor's desk. He said, Pastor... He said, I just want you to understand something. I want you to know something. Hallelujah. After writing down everything that God's ever done for me, I ain't going nowhere. Amen. I'm not leaving this church. I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving the house of God. I'm not going back out into the world. Amen. I made up my mind in the last 45 minutes. Hey, amen. I can't afford to walk out on God. Amen. That's what I'm trying to tell you this morning. Amen. You can't afford to walk out on God. Amen. He's been too good. Hallelujah. I want you to close your eyes, lift your hand to God one more time. Say, God, remind me. Hallelujah. When I get so bogged down with life, when I get so caught up with stuff, oh, God, let the man of God mount the pulpit and remind me that you are good. That you're an exceedingly great and precious God. Hallelujah. That is giving me exceedingly great and precious promises. Hallelujah. God, you are a mind-blowing God this morning. Hallelujah. You blow my mind every day by taking care of me, by watching over me, by protecting me, by keeping me. Hallelujah, God. I love you this morning. Come on, somebody, say it. You hadn't said it all week. Come on, if you hadn't said it all week, lift your hand to heaven right now and say, God, I love you. Hallelujah. God, I'm, I'm reminded that I need to let you know that. God, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful and thankful for you, God. and undone without God you might ought to give it a thought you might ought to give the thought amen a chance to amen to, to come into your mind this morning maybe I need to start serving God maybe I need to give God a chance listen if you're here this morning you've tried everything else and it didn't work you've tried everything else and it didn't work why don't you give Jesus a try? Why don't, why don't you give Jesus a chance? Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's a decision that you'll never regret. If you'll just give Jesus a chance. God, I lift my hand to you, God. I lift my heart to you, God. God, I want you to take the reins of my heart. I want you to take the reins of my life. God, I want you to begin to lead. God, be bless me and strengthen me and help me. Of all the glory, I for one all need you. The honor, all I for one need you this morning. Makes me wanna shout. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Lord.
don't sing about it. I think we ought not just sing about shouting hallelujah. I think somebody ought to shout hallelujah. I think somebody ought to shout glory hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, God. I love you, Jesus. Amen. We need to put in practice what we're singing about. Shake hands with somebody. Shake hands with as many people as you can this morning. Tell them how glad you were to see them in the house of God. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.